Hello and welcome to Stars in Your Ears. This is Series 2, Episode 3. That's Series 2, Episode 3 of Stars in Your Ears. The next train arriving at Platform 1 will be the 9.42... Michael, what are you doing? The, the train announcements. I'm announcing the train that I'm driving. Yes, but you're driving a ghost train. You don't need to speak like we're commuting from Withelfield. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Just do it like a ghost train, because you're on a ghost train. Why are we on a ghost train? Yeah, I was going to ask that. It's our week off, guys. And what better way to raise band morale than to go to the nearest fun fair, especially on Halloween? Jess, you've never been able to pronounce that word right. What? Halloween? <sighs> Fuck's sake. So how should I be doing this announcement then? Just do it like a ghost train. Which is like what? Welcome to the ghost train. Arms inside the carriages. We do not accept liability for any broken boys or soiled underpants. Like that, broken boys. Broken boys. Just like that. Yeah. Who's that supposed to be then, racist? Hey, that's one of my fairground voices, number four. Transylvanian Dodgems caller. What's number three? Scream if you want to go faster. Fine, you do it, Kitch. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask, Michael. Welcome to Stars in Your Ears Halloween Special. Please join me in welcoming a woman of a thousand voices. She's killed all of their previous owners. <laughs> it's impressionist singer and comedian, star spitting image, Jess Robinson. Welcome to the Halloween special! <laughs> Devils and demons, ghosts and ghouls, are you ready for a trick or treat? I've come as a witch! It's a pumpkin for me. And I'm so scared I've wet my seat. Oh my god, a spider! Welcome to the show, you're gonna hear stars in your ears. There's no driving one of these. This is my first time doing it. But I thought you were a train spotter model railway man. No. Oh. Well, why do you dress like it then? Right. That's it. No more being mean to me. I'll get distracted and crash another vehicle and this is my week off. Do you want your legs slapped? I'm turning around now, Jess, and I won't be speaking to you for the rest of the train ride. Meow. Yeah, it was a bit catty. No, I'm dressed like a cat. Halloween. Right. Not a sexy cat. Just a normal one. The kind who sleeps all day and then skids its bum across the carpet. Here, have a worm in tablets in a piece of chicken. Mmm, yum. What are you dressed as, Kitch? Oh, let's guess. Uh, dinner lady? Yoko Ono? Someone who works in Ryman's? I'm not dressed as anything. Oh. It's our week off, you said. Well, yeah. But you've got Michael driving the ghost train. He wanted to, didn't you, Michael? See, he's agreeing. He's shaking his head. That means agreeing on Halloween. And I just did a shift on the dodgems. Mm -hmm. And you made me a target in the coconut shy. Yeah, it's our week off. Why shouldn't you let your hair down? I'm lucky to have any hair left after that. I'm traumatised. Do you know what it's like to have a load of balls constantly slapping your face? No. Michael? Ha, bloody ha. What's going on? 
Nothing! Nothing. We're just having a week off. No one's working and we are on a ghost train. A really bad ghost train. What is that? Is that supposed to be scary? What even is that? It's just sad. It's a mirror, Jess. Showing all four of us sat here. Hang on. What's that bag in front of you? What bag? That bag that says swag on it. Oh, nothing. Have you got swag in it? No. Michael, grab it. Why have you got a swag bag with 52 pounds in it? I thought you weren't talking to me, Michael. Answer the question. Fine. I've been making you do jobs at this fun fair to make some money while we have a week off. What? what? Jess. So it's not really a week off. But it is for me. I am so annoyed. Michael, can you face the front, please? No, Jess, I cannot. I am looking you in the eye and telling you exactly what I think. Michael, as driver of this train, I really think you should turn around. You're not getting out of it that easily, you, you, you pussy. Michael? Because she's a cat. She's a cat. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I really think you should turn around. Why? Because we're going to crash. Don't be ridiculous. Everyone okay? Uh, yeah. How's the train? Ruined. The owner is not going to be happy. Why do you say that? Because he's walking this way. That's him over there. What? You're telling me the owner of this fun fair is... Oh, wow. I'm frightened. You should be. Well, he was born from a mom who used to be a nun. And when they cut the umbilical cord... The devil said, behold everyone, my hellish work is done. I've spawned a monster called Matt Ford. Well, he'll steal your voice and turn it into satire. Don't be fooled by his impressive CV. He's got an acid tongue, a shark with barbed wire, and a lust for Nottingham FC. He'll be a wicked mimic, some say he's possessed He's passionate for politics and labor-obsessed His acerbic wit will leave the congregation distressed He's even been ranked number 91 in the 100 most influential people on the left Behold the monster called Matt Ford Oh, boy. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Oh, you can have it for your mom if you want, just when you're walking into rooms. Oh, my. I'm overwhelmed. Oh, good. That was so good. Did did we get all the facts right off Wikipedia? Yeah. (laughs) Nottingham FC don't exist. Nottingham Forest do. I mean, that would be churlish to point that out. Oh, my God. God, that was close. Really? What a sound. My God. Oh, very pleasing. Thank you. Oh, I felt king Thank of the world you. for a minute there. Oh, oh you're king of the world. You're king of our world and king of this fun fair that you own. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, the yeah, Halloween yeah. special. Yeah, you are. Oh. Welcome to the Halloween special, Matt Ford. Um, I'm really sorry that Michael made us crash your ghost train. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. I mean, you look, these things crash, but uh, <laughs> y- you will be sued. Oh, okay, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Thank you for being part of our Halloween episode. Pleasure. And a uh, huge welcome to stars in your ear yeah. oh, great to be here. thank oh. you everyone thank you um what other spooky rides have you got on this celebrity fun fair matt um got ghost train got fun yeah. house 
Yes. Yeah. Nice. Got the waltzers. Going to make oh, you all yeah. sick. Uh, yeah. yeah. Going to make you eat. Oh, man. I've, I've had some uh, experiences on waltzers. Have you? <laughs> I went on, went on some in Edinburgh a couple of years ago. I had uh, I had 10 donuts and went on the waltzers. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Come out of me like Play Doh. <laughs> that was a bad. Donuts were a bad idea. <laughs> was that during the festival? Yeah. What other scary things have you eaten during the festival? <laughs> well, I've got I've had plenty of stuff battered actually at clamshells on the Royal Mile. So I've had battered I had a battered Turkish delight, which is really good. Ooh. Battered asparagus. It was great. Yeah, yeah I can imagine asparagus. Not wow. the famous Mars Deep bar. fried battered pizza is brilliant. Oh, I've never that had few that. few times, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. I had yeah. toasted macaroni cheese sandwich. Oh. <gasps> That sounds Fucking good. Hell. Yeah, that sounds special. Well, I big felt after like that. I could feel my thighs going. <laughs> 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 we are recording this literally two days before the first new spitting image goes out. How are you feeling yeah. about that? Really excited. Are you? I just, it's selfish. I just can't wait to see it. Have you seen any of it yet? I haven't seen any of the stuff for this week's episode. I mean, I've seen the trailer. Yeah. And I've recorded bits. So I've kind of read written and heard bits, but I haven't seen, like, the finished product yet. Have you? No, I saw a bits of show zero. Yes. And I've got to say, because you're doing Boris and Trump, aren't you? Yes. You're Boris... I mean, I love all of the Boris sketches that I've seen so far. It's so, so, so funny. And you oh, write mate. the Boris and the Trump sketches? I write some of them, yeah. I mean, I, I write on, on, all, on all of it, really. So there are some sketches that I write for... Other puppets, there are some that I write for the ones that I voice. I, You know, you go through a process where um, we all write together on certain bits. Is it like an American writer's room then, where you all, literally all sit around a big table? Yes, but over Zoom. And right. Then, so some days someone will bring an idea to it and then you all knock it around and then you write it up. And then sometimes that then gets brought to the day after where that person has gone away and written it up based on what we all said, and then yeah. we go through it line by line and punch it up and tweak it and change it and mm. edit it. So it goes through like two or three different layers of, of writing, which is brilliant because it just then really means you've got everyone contributing at every stage of it. Wow. Yes, it's intense. It's great. Because I just do the stupid voices, but you do the stupid voices and all the brain stuff. <laughs> is it more fun or is it more enjoyable to write for the characters that you are voicing yourself? I think so. I think particularly with Trump and with Boris, because they're such, they're kind of, I imagine they're two of the silliest characters in it anyway. Mm. So they're the kind of, um, you know, my mind, and I'm so used to writing comedy about them that I would then impersonate. I guess I'm just kind of already thinking about stuff I would do with them. So it, it is satisfying, yeah, to, to think of those two particularly. They're just so much fun. They're fun to write for and they're fun to voice. And then you kind of, I don't know if it's the same for you with the ones that you voice, because you're then voicing a puppet that's a puppet of a person. These people almost then become fictional characters. It's like you're voicing Bart Simpson or, or Eric Cartman or, you know, it's like you, you then remember, gee, I'm actually, this person's a this prime minister and the president. Yeah, <laughs> these are real people. And yet we're playing them as fictional characters. It's quite... Yeah. Quite surreal, that element of it. I have definitely been finding that with Greta recently. <laughs> I mean, you're the one who's going to get in all the trouble. That's I know, what's great I about feel this. like I am. <laughs> I feel Born like I am. Sandwich. But you can't ignore her. And it is more affectionate than, for example, you are to, certainly to Trump and Boris. Yeah, so that's why I said Dominic to people, it's, 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 it's not offensive that people should be in or out. It's about how no. you treat them once they're in. And, mm. and obviously... Yeah. 
they're going to treat Greta. But I love the fact that you're voicing her because they're, they're going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> oh no, am I going to get trolled? You can get cancelled, mate. So much. Oh no, don't! It's no. at the end of my career. Yeah. Oh, no, it's the start first. of it. Do you know if Greta's into it? You, you she... she likes her puppet. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. Right. So she's got a good sense of humour and, God, she's been up against much worse things than me voicing her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know about you, but um, some of the characters that I'm voicing... I have been watching so many clips of them that it does sort of feel like, not family, that's ridiculous, but, you know, I've got quite fond of them. Like, I am really fond of Greta and just that that character that she's become. Yeah. It's just, I mean, you're, that's such a cool person to be doing. Mm. Yeah. Could you ever be fond of Trump, Matt? No, but I get fond, <laughs> of, I get fond of, like, his voice and of doing yeah, it. Right. I get yeah. fond of playing him in really silly scenes. So, mm. in a way, there's a fondness for just, like, the noise of him. Yeah, he's just so um, much easier than so many of the other characters I think to be really daft with to really right. go to, you can really stretch your legs with him you know you can really play around in a way that yes. you know with maybe others because of sensitivities obviously you're limited I suppose with Greta and the same with me doing Keir Starmer is there are certain ones where it kind of wouldn't fit but with Trump you can really go for it yeah. People have been safe for a while. He's sort of beyond satire, but have you still found some headroom to kind of, you know, go further than he actually does himself? Yeah, that's a really good question because I think maybe in other shows, maybe, but with Spit and Image, because you're doing puppets to these people, that you're kind of treating them like they're fictional. So no mm. one's above, below, or beyond it. And you can, mm. you can, the freedom you've got on a show like this, you can put them anywhere. You could have him on a rocket going to Mars. You could have him living at the bottom of the ocean. You could have him inside a volcano. You know, you, you, you've still got the freedom that basically a, a sort of quasi-animation show gives you. So you're not bound by the, you know, you, you kind of operate in a different universe, which, which makes it so much fun. So what came first for you, Matt? Was it the, your love of satire and politics and, and, and the intricacies of that? Or was it imitating people? Oh, imitating people come first, yeah. I used to imitate footballers at first. I think it's... I've always imitated people in things that I watch a lot. Right. So for me at first it was football. It was football commentators and footballers that I watched. And then at school I would do teachers. And then as I got into news and politics, I just ended up... So it was quite a boring story, really. I was just impersonated whatever <laughs> I was watching on the telly, I guess. And um, let's talk about your own voice. What Do you like the sound of your own voice? Oh, my God. Um, yeah. No one's ever asked me that before. Well, um, yeah. I, you know what? I hate hearing it back. Do so you? the answer has to be no. Yeah, I, I, I think I sound like I've got a really dense skull. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I sound like a missing link. Like I was thinking something. Like, oh, what a nasty sound that is! No! Yeah, I don't know my own voice at all. <laughs> And I kind of I, slur a bit, I mumble. I'm just like, Ugh. That's just the drink. <laughs> <laughs> but who I am, I don't know. No, I don't like my sound. I don't like my voice at all, no. Oh, that's really interesting. Not that I hate it. I don't like hearing it back. So if you leave a voicemail and then do you ever listen to it back when you've left a voicemail on someone's phone? No, who does? No one does that. What I do about? that. I Jess do so many that. takes. I do so many takes. <laughs> do you? Yes. You're such an actor. I've You're got such to a get performer. it right. I've got to get just, it right. Yeah, wow. No, God, no. no. I'm like, oh. get it over with. And what about on WhatsApp groups? If you leave a voicemail on a WhatsApp group, do you then listen to it back and go, yeah, I'm kind of cool? 
<laughs> I guess if I'm doing like an impression for a laugh or something. But not if you're just giving your opinion about someone in a changing room. But I don't do that. I don't, I would, no, I don't, I'm not the sort of voice person, voice memo type guy on WhatsApp. I can't oh, just type gotta, it out. Form a group. Stop being so lazy. <laughs> You're giving me out in then. I'm like, I've got to listen to all this I know, shit. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to write down the dates that you've said and the times, you know. Oh, yeah. I always leave voicemails oh, in, our, so in our Jessington World of Adventures group. <laughs> yeah. Oh, You're nice sleep. Oh, well, it's basically saying you don't want to speak to me, but you just want to leave a message I have to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite selfish. Very one sided. Okay, so let's judge the band by their voices now, Matt, okay? Okay. They're going to say, I've got stars in my ears, and I want you to tell me what sort of politician they'd be, like what their political party okay, would be great. called. Okay, great. I'm going to write this down. Oh. <laughs> um, let's start with Rob. I've got stars in my ears. I think you'd be a Scottish nationalist, um, but, <laughs> but, but a kind of reasonable one. One that's quite pragmatic, so not um, not blood and soil, but uh, very much just a view that um, you don't like nuclear weapons, and uh, you know you may well have been born in England, but raised in Scotland. You, you don't, you're not anti-English, but uh, you've reluctantly come to the opinion that Scotland has to go its own way. Mm. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's have let's have Kitch. I've got stars in my ears. Well, Labour, obviously, with an accent like that. <laughs> <laughs> Although less so these days. But um, yeah, I'd say you were. Um, I'd say perhaps your dad was more left wing than you were. That uh, your dad may have come from like an industrial background, perhaps in you know coal or steel or cars, or may have worked in public services, and will definitely be more left wing than you. You have a more a modern take on politics. You're still on the left, but you you kind of um, you maybe not a Blairite, but you're kind of Gordon Brownie. <laughs> Brownie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, let's let's have Michael. I've got stars in my ears. Ooh. Can I have that again, Michael? I've got stars in my ears. Yeah, you sound too... Um, you know, it'd be really nice to say Tory, <laughs> to have a spread, but actually I don't think you are. I think you sound Labour again, and I think... Oh, the first person that has ever said that, he always gets Tory or psychopath. <laughs> no, he could still be a psychopath, but, oh, but, sure. but, uh, but the socialist psychopath. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say Labour, and again, I'd say fairly moderate Labour. You don't sound like a um, mm. you don't sound like a, a zealot. You sound yeah. fairly um, pragmatic. I'll take that. Thanks. Yeah, very good. Was I right with any of them? S- spot on. Yeah. Yes, apart from Rob, who is also Labour. I would say. Am I right? I am Green, and I'm American, not Scottish, but. Oh man, you sounded Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Matt, what God. do you know? <laughs> You're not an expert. Well, obviously, very little. I'm thinking <laughs> about the <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. Honey, listen close. Listen close. Because this is where I really need you. I need you. If this is your bag, then give us a tag and post on your social media. Please rate us, validate us, show us how much you care. to see if I could find any famous songs that are released around your birthday. Oh. I think your birthday's the 6th of November? It is, yeah. Brilliantly. I found um, a relatively little-known song by Lady Gaga, which she released six days before your birthday. Great. uh, Ten years ago, to coincide with Halloween. (gasps) 
Can you remember what you were doing 10 years ago? So it was 2010. Yeah, round about this time. What would you have been doing then? I think I still had an office job at that point. I think I was a um, senior public affairs advocate for mm. a quango called Consumer Focus. Brilliant. So, so was this what? Poker Face? Was this... No. No, this is the... We can't afford to play um, any actual... <coughs> Lady Gaga hits. So we have to go for the B-sides. Um, okay. And this, when you were getting pissed up with all your Labour mates, yeah. she was singing a Bad Fashion Nightmare. Oh, Gaga fashion on a nightmare. Getting ready to go out to hunt tonight. One final check before I go. But when I catch my reflection, what a terrible sight. I'm dressed in Walmart from head to toe. Wearing lime green Crocs and woolen tights up gray. I tear at my clothes, but they won't come away. Oh, 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 oh. Gaga fashion on a nightmare. Oh, 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 oh. Gaga fashion on a nightmare. The cameras don't flash as I walk down the street And in the wind my wig is molting All the people gag at the sight of my feet I must have stepped in something revolting My Met Ball ticket blows out of my fist Now they'll never believe I'm on the list Oh, 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 oh. Gaga fashion and a nightmare It's only a dream, that's what I try to say But my pooey feet are covered in flies So they put me in cuffs and lock me away And as I rot in jail, the rats eat my eyes My death doesn't even make it into the news Cause no one cares about you when you wear sensible shoes The maggots glisten as they start to team I'll never wake up from this bad fashion dream Oh, 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 oh. Gaga fashion and a nightmare Oh, 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 oh. Gaga fashion and a nightmare Oh, man. <laughs> that sounds incredible. You know what? I'm, I'm so stupid. When you said, oh, we've only got the rights to the B-sides, I was like, oh, great. They're going to put the B-sides. Like, of course not. That sounded absolutely incredible. You've got to release that. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, thanks. It sounded brilliant. As a song in its own right, let alone as like a parody. My God, that was exceptional. Hooray! Hooray for you, Matt. Oh, Credit to Rob Lamont for that. He's a great writer. Yes, that is Rob magnificent. Just the sound of whole thing Thank the production you. on it is great <laughs> so this is the the point in the show where usually i would teach our celebrity guest an impression oh yeah but since you're already an expert but you could teach me one no i want okay. you to teach the band one okay Will you teach the band how to do, oh. I don't know, one of your favourite ones, Boris, Trump? Boris is a fun one to teach other people, I think. Yes. Oh, he's got the hair for Halloween. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I guess um, I've never had to teach anyone anything before, so here we go. I guess you start with... Um, 
So maybe just do that. So, and then maybe kind of speak and do that in between. So uh, maybe say, uh, oh, come off it. You, you, you never had anything to do. Uh, ridiculous in my life. And just in between. <laughs> That's very good. Michael's got it. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> very good. Can we hear you go, Michael? I uh, never heard anything so ridiculous in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. And then if you want to, I mean, I think you're ready to take it to the next stage, is oh. think of something, and this is just a little thing I do. I'm not even sure he does this, but it's just one of those things that sounds good if you do it with him, is to think of like an organisation or something that has letters so like the nhs or the european union so like the eu or the nhs or uh, even just a thing like asap or whatever and then start to say um one of them and then switch to the other so you, go, oh, you know i greet uh, national uh, nhs uh, <laughs> just pick one you know and then have a go at him like that. Maybe do it with the NHS and with the European Union. I, I, European, I, uh, well, yeah, the EU. So that's another. Maybe have a go at that. Go on. Go on, Me Michael. again? Yeah, go, go on. on. Go on. Somebody go else have a go. Somebody else have a go. Go on, uh, uh, the, the great uh, as soon as uh, ASAP. Yeah. It's <laughs> fantastic. Well done. Oh, I love it. What wow. else? What else would you do? The insults as well. So you have to have like a string of just imagine kind of left wing places on a map and think of like, <laughs> yeah. so have kind of Venezuela. Um, and even if they're not kind of associated necessarily with being left wing anymore, Russia, China, Cuba, they're sort of, they're like the top four, I guess. Always have like semi and quasi on hand. And think of words like Marxist, Leninist, and stuff like that. So go, oh, this sort of pro-Putin, uh, you know, quasi-Marxist, semi-socialist, reheated Cuban, uh, you know, Russian tanks marching to the Venezuelan street. You know, that kind of... Just, sort of, just toss them all up in the air and then just say as many as you can remember. Yeah. Who's going to have a go at that? Oh, it's got to be Rob. Go on, Rob. Oh, no, no. We can't be having any of this uh, post Belgian uh, pro Venezuelan energy. Oh, Boris! Well done. Oh, well done. Uh, Boris. No, I do. I pay tribute uh, to the honourable member. I very young. Well done. Do you know, it was so great <laughs> that I feel like celebrating. So I hope you are in good voices because it's time for. Our fantasy duet. It's time for our fantasy duet. Duet. Okay, Matt, since we can magically conjure up almost anyone we like, I was wondering, would you care to party with me and the band in our celebrity haunted house? Oh, I'd love to. Please be sure to take good care. Side by side resides a listeners, but do try hard not to stare. Throughout the hallways hang the chandeliers built from the bones of a Richard Strauss. Now let's meet the residents. In the grand bedroom upstairs, there's the gross of Britney Spears. Fake news says I stabbed her with the news rose garden shears. He tweets that he is sorry and has crocodile tears. Celebrity. Upstairs in a second floor terror, wakes behind the doors. It's me, our kid, Noel Gallagher, and I'm on all fours. 
stitched up to his derriere by my hair it's Shakira and we pair perform the horror human louse. Do you know what I mean? In the attic lives the queen on a diet of gin and spleen. We'll find one sleeping upside down, one's feet clutching the bean. And in the corner sweating bullets, Prince Andrew can be seen. It's a the same toothbrush. Oh, my! To the basement, down we go and spare a thought for me, Bojo. In the dark, Paloma's barking in my face. It's as if the country's run by a rather tiny fat albino mouse. Faster! Well, I'm trying. From the kitchen, you can hear the disgusting sound I fear. It's Melania in the blender. I hope to move in next year, but now Putin's Putin. Only one of us shall live here at Celebrity Horror House. Celebrity horror house. Celebrity horror house. Yeah! Well done. Brilliant. I think I scuffed a few of those. I'm very sorry. No, no, it's good. That was amazing. I made a few of them. Matt, we can't let you go without you telling us about your new book. Oh, God, yeah. I've got a book out. Tell us about it, man. Yeah, it's called Politically Homeless, and it's a... Part memoir. It's kind of a comedy take on um, the politics of the last few years, but starts off with how I got into politics as a young kid and um, was a member of the Socialist Worker Party for a brief time, joined the Labour Party, ended up working for the Labour Party when Tony Blair and Gordon Brown were Prime Minister, and then um, ended up leaving the Labour Party and... and um, not massively supporting it the last few years, but mm. there are kind of moments of hope in there. And um, I think, you know, the title is uh, kind of relevant to a lot of people in the last few years in that if you wanted us to stay in the EU and you kind of fairly moderate, the last few years have been really difficult. So, mm. uh, and, you know, if you didn't want to see Donald Trump as, you know, for all the fun it's given us on Spitting Image, mm. the world would be a better <laughs> place had he not won. Um, it's been really difficult. So it kind of captures the frustration of the period, but with jokes and funny anecdotes. I mean, my political career was a failure from start to finish. So there's some really <laughs> funny stories in there about me making a total fool out of myself. Um, and it's out now. You can pre-order a signed copy from Blackwell's. Oh, no, by the time this... By the time you listen to this, actually, by Halloween. first, yeah, yeah, Halloween. It will have been in the shops for a couple of weeks. So, um, yes, you can Google it. How can they get the book? Uh, Well, if you Google it, Matt Ford Politically Homeless, you can buy a signed copy from Blackwells or you can buy it on Amazon, Waterstones, all the usual places. And if you follow me on Twitter, at Matt Ford, with an E on the end, um, I'm tweeting about it all the time. (laughs) 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 Matt Ford, with an E on the end, you have been an absolute... Absolute treat. Thank you so, so, thank you. so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Stars in Your Ears, featuring my family of freaks, Jessington World of Adventures. On keys, it was Michael Monster Munch Rolston. <laughs> On drums, it was Jonathan Godzilla Kitchen. <laughs> On guitar and bass, it was Rob the Thing Lamont. <laughs> Our celebrity guest was the brilliant Matt. It came from beneath the sea. Ford. Our sound engineer was Joe Nightmare Before Christmas Walker. Special thanks for added silliness to Robin Murder on the dance floor, Morgan. This podcast was produced by Amanda Zombie Redman. I've been just Devil Woman Robinson. <laughs> Until next time, my tooty fruity pooties. You've had stars in your ears.
listeners, for joining us for another spooktacular episode. Wasn't that scary? Kitch, you've wet yourself. I know. It's got nothing to do with being scared, though. Matt was lovely, wasn't he? A proper gentleman. <laughs> OK, OK, I think we can drop it. You know what I could do with? A poo? Oh, me too. Oh, and me. No, I really fancy an ice cream. Well, there's an ice cream van over there. Oh, yeah! Come on, boys. Last one, there's a strawberry movie. <laughs> <laughs>